Testing, 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 do you read? We in here! It's time for the Midday Man of Sports Podcast. Happy January 9th, everyone. It has been a couple weeks. I'm pretty sure it's it's been, what, like three weeks since we've done this last Noah? Yeah, it's been a while. Almost feels like a month. But, of course, the holidays make it feel like that. Yeah, the holidays, I mean, people getting sick. Yeah, I'm pointing to you. Also, I got sick, too, so can't really just point all the fingers at you. Um, so, yeah, we've had some time off. We're going to recap what the time's been like with uh, with the holidays, as Noah had mentioned, Christmas and New Year's. We're also going to recap some of the predictions that we've done uh, in this season. And this is still season three, by the way. We have not changed seasons yet. Uh, that'll probably be coming closer to baseball season because I feel like that's an appropriate time to go to season four. But right now we're still in season three, episode 12. Thank you again for listening to us wherever you may be listening to us on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, whatever podcast you get it from. Thank you. Uh, so, Noah, it, like we said, it's been a while. What have you been up to? Why have you been avoiding me? <laughs> well, I mean, I've been trying to figure out my job situation. I was transitioning That's from fair. apartments and then eventually, you know, as I mentioned, I wasn't feeling well for about a week. And then eventually, I mean, the holidays just take over. You get distracted. Um Yep. with uh family plans and about like which days you're celebrating christmas on because i mean yeah yeah family coming from different states or having to work on christmas day or countries by the way and i can get to that in a little bit <laughs> oh yeah and then uh but i've been just trying to figure that out but i mean i've been watching uh some good sporting events of course the world cup was going on i mean yeah argentina ended up uh winning uh congrats to leo messi for those who obviously know the importance of that with uh, him being one of the best athletes ever. But then, of course, the New York Giants were going to the playoffs. I was so glad we got back in time so I could celebrate this going to the postseason. But that that certainly made a great Christmas present. But, Eric, how about oh. yourself? How you been? Well, I've been drinking a lot. The Jets lost, so there's that. Um which I'm not surprised with. And I'm pretty sure, didn't I say, as long as they get six, seven wins, I'm okay. I'm pretty sure we. I said this back in, like, August. Jets win seven games, I'm good. They're not making it to the playoffs? Knew that, check. And they, we kind of saw them develop a little bit earlier, but we saw that where their weaknesses were as well, and that's with the quarterback. So I'm a little upset, but... I do have a, a little special surprise. Let me give me a second. Hold on, Earth is a Giants jersey. Yeah, I've had it for a while. You it's got a Pierre, JPP. Yeah, I was gonna say, like I saw ninety. It's like Pierre Paul. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this is an older one because I love. Just be a problem when he had all five fingers. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually wore this to the Super Bowl party when he was playing on the Bucks. 
So I was like, heck yeah, why not? And it was only like probably 10 bucks at the time. So, you know, so I will be rooting for the Giants in the postseason because I had the jersey. I don't think they're going to win against the Vikings, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Got to believe, man. Come on. <laughs> I know you're not a true, true Giants fan, but not, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I even have a hat that I was given years ago with like one of those fake hair things that like stick up. I have one of those too. Some, a friend of mine gave it to me years ago. Hey, the cool sports props. I mean, I got a, I got a uh, Packers cheese head. So, ooh, that's a good one. I so, by the way, speaking of memorabilia, I finally took off the Derek Jeter and Mariano Rivera thing because mm-hmm. you and I pointed out that they're probably misspelled. However, I got this for Christmas this year. Uh, there we go. It's better. Yeah, it's much better. Exactly. So we got this, and this is 128 out of a thousand limited edition. That's okay. pretty good. Yeah. And, and it's it's actually written right. It's not written like how it's carved out in the other one. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> ah, there we go. I'll fix that after. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, Christmas was good. My grandmother from England was able to come over from across the pond. Uh, I had her on the radio, which was awesome as well. So at my job, I work at Red 102.3, so she was able to come in. It was actually kind of a really crappy day, but she like having her there made it a lot easier. She was having kind of like problems with her card, which really sucked. So I ended up having like to pay for lunch, which is fine. I don't really care, but like. We were missing something, so she helped me like clean out my desk, like clear up everything, try to find this thing. We found out it was for a different thing. It wasn't even related to one of the promotions that we were working on at the time. It was already a previous promotion. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then we got her on the air, so she was talking a little bit. It was, it was a lot of fun to have my grandmother out and on this on the radio station. We had, did you ever go to Kozier's Christmas Village? Because that's out near, near you. Uh no, Mm-mm. no. Okay, it's actually not bad. I mean, it's it's a little pricey, but the the Christmas lights are pretty cool. I, I like them. Uh, we ended up going there. We ended up hanging out with my with my in laws. We ended up hanging out with my my aunts and cousins. So I think Christmas. Derek got a lot of crap. We oh, here's another question. Then, when do you normally take your uh, Christmas decorations down? Uh, well, my family is the appreciative kind, and. Okay. Uh, Usually we take it right around. We usually take it down uh, right around the uh, around right before Super Bowl week. Um, oh, one, wow! One, one reason for that is, uh, I mean, is because in the past my dad usually goes on a business trip right around the end of January, and so he's okay. distracted by that. He's like in, at work like five or six days a week. But um, fair enough. So that's usually what's been going on, and then uh, but now like my parents are in between jobs, and you know they'll. Uh, They'll take it down eventually. I mean, probably in the next two weeks. I mean, okay, because that's usually what happens. But I mean, the, the longest I think we had one year. I think it was late into February. I think it was almost March by the time we took it down. <laughs> so literally within like next couple of days, we ended up taking our Christmas stuff down. Yeah, I know. What I saw. That? I saw it on your social media. <laughs> 
we have no room in our house. It's crazy. Like, I mean, we're in a small apartment anyways. We're in a one bedroom. We have our three month going on four month old son. So like, we're really outgrowing this place very quickly. And it, it's just, it's starting to become time to let's go, let's get something else. But yeah, it, like this is probably the first time we've ever gone this early of taking out all of our Christmas crap. And we're like, all right, we're done. Christmas is over with. <laughs> yeah. Some people just get it all done after, you know, spending it up for the entire month. <laughs> I was in one foster family. They kept it up. And actually, the funny thing was they kept it up to about April. And the reason why, and I obviously lived in I'm like, and I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, oh, yeah, we do still have our Christmas stuff up. And my brother caught on the radio station, local radio station, and he's like, you know, I love the, like, Christmas signs and whatnot, but it's April. I'm pretty sure with your sign that says, Santa, please stop here, he, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Somebody's got to give up at some point. <laughs> exactly. But I think the reason why we kept it out for so long was because it was so, like, we had such a great winter that the ground was so, like, hard and cold that you could just pull anything out so they just waited till it all like defrosted <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it, in the last few years it's we've gotten snow in april up here in pennsylvania exactly so you never know these days all right so we're gonna recap some stuff how many things do you think that you've gotten right noah from the things that we've predicted and i'm gonna give you the categories real quick just to jog your memory the college playoffs Stumping pegs, Super Bowl first predictions, by the way, and the regular season predictions. How many of these categories do you think you got right? Uh, uh, I would have to probably say like maybe you're. It, it, I'd probably have to say like maybe one. <laughs> you are correct. There we go. <laughs> yeah. So you got the college playoffs right. You got all four teams in. You chose. You had Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU. So, congratulations to you, sir. Yeah, I mean, all it took was uh, USC uh, falling uh, apart on uh, the last half of the. What was it? Yeah, they lost in the Pac-12 game uh, yep. in the championship. I mean, TCU ended up losing their uh, game as well. But I mean, you're not going to put in a two-loss Alabama because that's just not how the committee is going to work. Nope. And I feel like the one loss of Ohio State was still better than the two losses combined of Alabama, personally. Well, I mean, Ohio, like, you lose to a team that's that wins the Big Ten Championship, makes it to the college playoff. That makes your hopes better than Tennessee. And who was the other team you guys lost to? It was LSU. Yeah, so... And, no, and only one of those made it and lost to Georgia in the uh, SEC championship game. So I kind of understand the psychology of that. Do I agree with it? No. A lot of Alabama fans are not agreeing with it either. But I do think we have the two best teams in college football right now playing. Yeah, but I, I just can't believe that uh, all Ohio State had to do was make that one kick. And they completely missed it at the stroke of midnight uh, i mean you can't time that perfectly <laughs> it was part and i remember it, it was so funny because we were counting down and i was at a friend's house with his bar and i remember we were watching it i didn't realize the countdown was going and i was like he missed it and then i looked down to the next tv Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> it was 
was perfect. And my wife, she was home with uh, Derek because uh, she wanted to sleep and it's fine. And I told her the next day, I'm like, look. Like, here's this video. Someone put the side by side, and I'm like, I didn't even realize this happened. It was that perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know. Obviously, Ohio State should have gotten it in before the clock struck, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, another thing you got wrong was stumping Peg. You took the over. And it's funny because I think in our heads, we thought we were going to be doing this for quite a bit. Unfortunately, things happen, baby, COVID, sickness, holidays, everything else happened. So I ended up winning the under, which was great. You know, I'll take that. Um, Our first Super Bowl prediction, which, again, we're going to change that later on. But as you see here, you have the Rams repeating back into the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah, that was uh, (laughs) – I ended up picking the the first team to have, like, the worst record of a defending champion. True. And so you also got them wrong in our regular season predictions as well. If I can move the screen over. And so that also leads us to the regular season predictions. You have the Rams and Titans out. Uh, wait, you're missing another one. Hmm. What? Why do I have three on there? Oh, New England. That's what it was. You had New England as your last one. Well, not last one, but at least in the wild card. And all you had to, all they, all they had to do was, you know, if they won one of those other games, you, it, the Raiders finish was ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe that actually happened. That, no, no, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, the best part is, see, I think it's retribution because they won against the Jets on a stupid special teams play. So it's perfect, like, I don't know how you want to say it, but I think it's just a perfect ending for them to lose on a stupid play like that as well. It happened to the Jets, it's going to happen to you as well. So take that, Bill Belichick, even though he's returning for his 24th season. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those were the things you got wrong. And I don't know, let me show you the screen again. So I have this red mark here. Baltimore did not win the AFC North, but they are in the playoffs. Cincinnati did win the AFC North, so that's my only pickup. And obviously having the Jets, and that was terrible. Uh, just just terrible. I thought I really – I should have just gone with my original prediction, and I was like, you know what? No, stop it. You're not – they're not going that, that far. And I should have – I was right originally, so did, I got to say did, that. Didn't we uh, – did, did both of us have Miami in? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, we did. That was my dark horse team, which I'm going to change that once we do these predictions because there's no way they're going to be a dark horse team. Um, your dark horse team is San Francisco. So that's still a pretty good dark horse team. Yeah, um, I, can't, I can't believe Brock Purdy. Who knew that they would be playing down <laughs> the two seed? Well, think about it. He doesn't need to be great. He does not need to be great or perfect. He just needs to not be. He needs to be Ryan Tannehill when they made it to the AFC Championship game. Throw for 150 yards. Maybe throw for about 25 passes. Let your runners go do their work. Now, if Debo Samuel comes back, which I think he will, they're going to be fine. Because that's a big playmaker. Debo, you got Brandon Ayuk, you got Christian McCaffrey. Those, are, I would take those three over anyone in the NFL right now. Anyone. And yeah, including and, Cincinnati. No, and uh, 
I, I think you could almost think of it as a way like Tom Brady in his first year after he took over, took over for Bledsoe and then that defense who had, you know, the guys like McGinnis and uh, I think Ty Law and uh, yep, Ty Law. Yeah, again, the, the, I got to rewatch Man in the Arena. That was a good series. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that is where and you also got the Rams. I actually got all three NFC wildcard teams in. And I wasn't even sure about Seattle personally. So Seattle Giants, Dallas. I thought I I'm not surprised about Dallas. I am surprised that they had a shot to win the NFC East is what I'm more shocked with. But I'm not as shocked that they were a wild card team. Um, yeah. I like you look at when you look at this whole playoff, what's the team that kind of surprised you when you look at it? Well, for starters, number one would have to be Jacksonville. I mean, I thought that they were done. That's true. And it, all, the only reason they were alive was because Tennessee slid in the final stretch. They didn't have Ryan Tannehill. And otherwise, we'd be looking at Tennessee uh, continuing their dominance in that division. And then second, I would have to say the fact that, I mean, I'm still surprised that the 49ers, the fact that they made it with Brock Purdy leading the way. I mean, how many teams can you say have gone through three different quarterbacks and still managed to make the postseason in a dominant fashion to add on? uh, My dad. One team. (laughs) Uh, Well, actually, two teams. I mean, the Patriots, but, you know, it's. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they. they, they After Bledsoe left. Yeah, they certainly. uh, They broke the mold and then. As far as Seattle goes, I mean, they had everything fall the right way. I mean, they had a rough stretch. I mean, losing to San Francisco, losing to uh, Kansas City. I mean, those were uh, tough losses to swallow. And then you also had the fact they're in that uh, they ended up uh, having to face uh, other teams along the way, like the Jets uh, in that battle. And then they they almost blew it yesterday. They had to go to overtime to take down the Rams. And it... Uh, it took an interception from Baker Mayfield for them to try and win that game. And also to mention, they needed Detroit, the team they knocked out, to help them. And I yeah. will say, amazing job to Detroit. That Honestly, it, it stunk that they didn't make the postseason, but they ended up getting a good prize, consolation prize that was a winning record and sweeping Green Bay in a season. They did That's not lose to the Packers this year. They finished second place, and if – Detroit wins maybe three more games earlier in the year, then maybe we're looking at a, a better Lions team in a possible playoff spot coming up next year. That's true. I actually kind of forgot that they swept the uh, the Packers, honestly. It's weird to see a postseason without Green Bay in this, honestly. Um, like It's really cool to see the Giants. It's cool to see Seattle in it, but it's weird not hearing Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. And I don't even remember the last time. Actually, isn't this the first time that we've not seen Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers in the playoffs since he's taken over? Uh, no, I mean, they missed 2000. They missed two years in a row, if you remember. 2017, when he uh, hurt his collarbone against oh, yeah. uh, the Vikings, he came back, but he was too, he was too injured at that point. And then yeah. uh, 2018, that was the year when the Bears landed Khalil Mack. Matt Nagy had taken over as head coach, and the Bears had oh, that yeah. dominant defense with like uh, Hicks, uh, Fuller. I think they even had uh, another guy. Um, 
Jackson along on that team, but even Quinn, I think I'm trying to think they have Robert Quinn on that team as well. I mean, the, okay. the bears were really good that year, but then, but, but the fact is, is that the last few years with the Packers, I mean, they made the NFC championship game twice yeah. um, in 19 and 2020. And then last year they were in the divisional round. So uh, this yeah. is the first time they've missed under the Matt LaFleur coaching uh, team. And now the big question is, is Aaron Rodgers even going to stay in Green Bay? I mean, the way he was looking at it last night, even Jameson Williams, the uh, receiver of the Lions, was asking for his jersey. He's like, nah, I'm going to hold on to this one. Kind of makes you think, oh, is this is this really going to happen? Is this going to be the final time we see Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform? So it's, it's really crazy to think about, like, not only was this his possible final game, but his last time in Green Bay? Yeah, it puts everything into perspective. I mean, you got to think about the fact of what everything he's been through and what's important in his life now. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he's is heading into his late 30s. He's currently right around like 38, 39. But yeah. he's still got a few years on the contract because he signed like a new like four-year deal so he can come back to the Packers if he wants to. But at the same yeah. time... <laughs> I mean, he had a lot of uh, challenges to overcome this year. He had different wide receivers that he had to work alongside with, and things didn't get settled really until the middle point of the season. And then you got to remember, he had to play with like a fractured hand for at least uh, the first good amount of the of the season after London. So he had a hard time just trying to win games. I mean, they were lucky to even be in the this whole conversation with. Uh, the playoffs. I mean, they were able to be- beat Dallas in an overtime game, and then they rattled off uh, good wins. I mean, they they beat Minnesota down hard, and Ooh, that, was, yeah, they did. That, that was a total team effort that they were able to do. But then the, last night, I mean, Rodgers, he made too many uh, bad mistakes, threw some uh, crucial interceptions in the game. And yep. then uh, also, I mean, what was his defense doing? I mean, the fact that you had oh, that one player. guy... You had one guy, Rasul Douglas, he's like, you know, let's touch the ball here. But then he get, he pushes a guy in the face after, you know, he got pushed from behind. And that uh. moved the field goal closer. And then next, later in the game, you had Quay Walker. He decides to push the trainer. because, because of all people, why would he push the trainer right now? After what had happened last week, why? That is the stupidest decision ever. No, yeah, I mean, it, you know the rule. I I simply think the rules are as it shows like you got to allow the medical staff to really take over and look at the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he just uh, acted irresponsibly. Unfortunately, I mean, again, it's, uh, it's it's a simple mistake. He learned from it. He apologized on Twitter, but yeah. at the same time, it gave Detroit a first down, and they were still losing at that point. I mean, you got to fight for every yard, especially knowing that Green Bay had the better defense. No. So it just it's really surprising to see is Aaron Rodgers going to be done in Green Bay? And is this to be is this like foreshadowing what's going to happen next? Because think about this for a second. This is the first time under LaFleur they have not made the playoffs. So they made the NFC Championship game. They lost. They made the NFC Championship game again. They lost. They made it to the divisional round. They lost. They missed the post. So four years of failure. Does Aaron Rodgers really want to come back to that? And is he going to look at what is available? And hmm, 
do I want to go here? Do I want to go there? There's some good situations out there. Not all, but there are some interesting situations out there. I know the Jets have been thrown around. I love Garrett Wilson, and I think if they can keep their tight end, that's going to be a great um a great weapon as well. They need a better offensive line. The Jets do. Their defense is great. I mean, holding the Miami Dolphins to nine points on field goals yesterday, that's how you win. And then a stupid safety at the end or whatever it was. Like, who cares about that? But you held the Dolphins, even with the third-string quarterback, because Tua didn't play. Bridgewater didn't play for some god-awful reason. I don't know what's going on with him. But the defense for the Jets is good. They just need a, a quarterback that's a game manager or um, a – I don't, I don't even want to say gunslinger because they already have that with Zach Wilson. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can smarten him up a little bit. Maybe if he comes in, it's a mentor, but you're obviously going to start and you're going to be behind him as a backup. I don't know, but there's a lot of teams out there that Aaron Rodgers' name is going to be thrown out there. Maybe even the Giants. Maybe the Giants will want to consider. I mean, who can you imagine Aaron Rodgers in New York? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, depend if if Jones did worse this year, it would definitely be an option. But let's face it, seeing how Daniel Jones only threw five interceptions this year and the fact that he got us to the playoffs and he only fumbled six times as well. So the Giants yeah. are, are going to try and probably work on a short term contract where he may get like at least two or three years, but certainly enough where, you know, he feels secure and he'll feel like that this is his team to guide, especially now that you have a coach and a GM that truly believe in him along with Saquon Barkley who uh, had a good bounce back year but then I just want to mention of course that you're gonna have uh, just like last year I mean we all thought that you know there was gonna be big QBs on the move and then what we really got was Russell Wilson uh, moving and then (laughs) Denver just a terrible move (laughs) yeah but then also let's face it there's a bunch of new coaches now Um, Cliff Kingsbury of course he just got fired today after last year, he yep. just signed a five-year contract extension. Apparently, that doesn't mean anything anymore. And now Oops. you got uh, the Texans looking for a new head coach. I mean, the Panthers are looking for a head coach. And then you have uh, even the Colts, I'm sure, are going to look for a new head coach. But everyone right now, everyone wants to know, where is Sean Payton going to go? Because you're looking at either true. Arizona or Denver, because those are two teams that are playoff-ready and have the good quarterback and then at least defensive players that are knowledgeable of what to do. And you're going to see Sean Payton with a good amount of uh, – they, they, I've even heard uh, reports saying he's, like, building a, an all-star roster of coaches as well. So, I mean yep. – but also it's depend- – because there's compensation due to New Orleans because, you know, contract stuff, trying to figure it out. I even saw, yep. I think, Ian Rappaport of NFL Network – was talking about how the Saints wanted like a draft pick in return. <laughs> I mean, that uh, when the Buccaneers acquired John Gruden back in the early 2000s, that's what they had to do. Um, they sent some draft picks to the Raiders when they had that's made, true. Uh, that decision to bring him in as head coach. But you're looking at some of the free agent quarterbacks. I mean, you're looking at uh, Tom Brady, who's listed on there. Some people are thinking, you know, Tom Brady could be on the move. That's really up to his decision. But then People yeah. want to know where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go, especially now that if you have a healthy Lance or Brock Purdy, that's up to San Francisco. And then a lot. The, but the big piece, of course, uh, at uh, the on the free agent market is uh, Derek Carr, because uh, he's certainly at least the most reasonable to go. Yeah. People are talking about Lamar Jackson, but you got to think Baltimore would sign him. 
considering, they considering they played much better with him on the roster, and you don't really want to uh, move on from a guy who, in the AFC, the AFC is getting better. And I just want to point mm-hmm. out also, with the AFC, look at all the young quarterbacks that made it. you got Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, Burrow, Jackson, if he's healthy, and then you also got Trevor Lawrence, and then you also have Tua, if he was healthy. So all these young quarterbacks, new wave of talent of quarterbacks who were all top first round picks, keep in mind. Yeah. And here you need to at least uh, play that game in order to uh, keep up in a powerful AFC that right now is looking for a new dominant reign from a team because it's no longer the Patriots. It's no longer the Steelers, it's no longer the Colts. And for now, it's at least not the Broncos. But there's plenty of different options uh, that you could see. And, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, uh, Derek Carr could go to the Jets. Well, that's, that's another report they've been saying is maybe trading uh, Adams and Carr for Wilson, Elijah Moore, and a bunch and a few draft picks. <clears throat> I mean, I'd love to see Adams in a Jets uniform. <laughs> hey, that would be quite interesting. But, I mean – you have Garrett Wilson, you have Corey Davis, and you have Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also it's like I wonder if the Raiders would try and figure out a deal where they can get uh, Rodgers out to Vegas. True. The possibility. Uh, so you, because, I mean, the possibilities because, are endless right now. Yeah, I mean, to, to try and play with Adams, and, and plus it's the closest that Rodgers may get to playing on the West Coast. Yep. Uh, you had mentioned that Cliff Kingsbury had, from the Cardinals. He's been relieved of his duties, according to the Arizona Cardinals. In addition, general manager Steve Keim has decided to step away from his position in order to focus on his health. The team best uh, team wishes them well, uh, well and both thank you for their contribution. So now my question is, what's going to happen with Kyler Murray with them? Because they didn't they put the stipulation in this contract where you have to put in this amount of effort you have to put in this amount of work and it, i mean obviously he got hurt so you can't really tell them you can't fault him for that but is that requirement still going to be in his uh contract and if it is who's going to enforce that now <laughs> because Clay, kingsbury's gone and so is the general manager knows are the two that probably have the biggest problem with kyler murray and the way that he prepares for the games no, it, it was influential with how uh, they made that decision. I mean, I'm talking about at least uh, the, the conflict between Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. And they decided to choose Murray simply because he's got the youth and they want. Uh, obviously, it's easier to build around a franchise quarterback than, you know, the certain coach. I mean, yeah. Kingsbury, Kingsbury was brought in right around the same time as they selected Kyle uh, Kyler Murray, and it just didn't yep. work out. People have marked Cliff Kingsbury as a coach where he's good working up into the middle of the season, but then once the final stretch comes around, they end up losing like five in a row or so. And this is yep. this was his third year going in as a head coach, or even uh, fourth year actually, because he's been there since Four 2000. Seasons, yep. Yeah, he, he was there since uh, 2019. But you're looking at all the uh, – different options they had. I mean, they were able to uh, literally steal DeAndre Hopkins away, who was one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. I mean, they had a... Uh, well, that was a bad situation for the Texans anyways. <laughs> but then uh, you also had uh, A.J. Green, who was still considered a viable option when they uh, so were able to get him from the Bengals. And then 
you, yep. you, they were also able to get Zach Ertz, who honestly I think uh, is still a very good. Produce. Yeah, he still could produce at a at the tight end position, but then now it's just the, the decision you have to make. And I think also seeing how Sean Payton's available, that was certainly probably the decision why they had to part ways with Kingsbury. Because when you have a top marketable coach who has experience with success, that's what you got to lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Sean Payton has been able he he was able to lead the Saints to so many successful seasons under Drew Brees. But he even yeah. after that one year without Drew Brees, I mean, he was able to get him to at least a winning record. And Arizona, I mean, they need to at least find some uh, franchise stability because I mean, you don't want to have another setback only to try and uh, have to rebuild it again. Or otherwise, in about probably two years or so, we'll be talking about where Kyler Murray will be moving. And it's and it's an interesting team too because they had consistency up until um, Kyler Murray because they had Carson or not uh, Carson Palmer for a good amount of time with Larry Flip and it was starting to become a destination that a lot of players wanted to go to, but now all of a sudden it's in flux. We'll see. It is one of the five teams that are looking for an NFL head coach, as you had mentioned. Uh, Kingsbury was there for four seasons. He went twenty and thirty-seven and one. Lovey Smith from Houston Texans. He was only there for one season. He went three thirteen and one. Denver obviously they let go of Hackett, who went four and eleven. They he didn't go the full season. Indianapolis Frank Wright. They let him go early in the season as well. He was forty-one thirty-five and one. And Carolina Matt Rule went eleven and twenty-seven in three seasons now when i mention these teams to you noah if you're a coach which one do you take it i would have to say uh arizona because they just seem to need to find that right relationship with kyla murray and things would go well and i mean the, the least wanted job is still unfortunately the texans because denver. they oh okay no, no i mean denver you, ju- you just need to have some sort of offensive game plan and at least some sort of consistency but and at least the reliability in the red zone. But then Houston, I mean, they don't really have any weapons. I mean, they have uh, Damian Pierce. I mean, that's their best player right now. But, I mean, out of all the QBs you have, I mean, Davis Mills, I mean, (laughs) and the fact that you end up have, you lost the number one pick. You have the second pick. The Bears got there, got that first round pick. It's the first time since 1947 that the Bears get to select that number one pick and right now is it really been that long yeah i mean it at least had the number one pick and and but then you look at indy i mean i I actually may also consider indy probably one of the worst because it seems like they're just giving up as well because where they go at quarterback they they just don't have much of a lot, lot to be excited about right now yeah, I personally, I would go to Denver because if you look at Denver, you got a good, you have a good, decent quarterback. You have decent receivers as long as they can stay healthy. Judy, Hamlin, uh, Pickett, that's another guy that hasn't really been doing well uh, because of health reasons. You have a good running game. I personally would go to Denver. My only problem is if you go to Denver, you're going to be facing Mahomes twice, Herbert twice. Uh, twice. We don't know what's going to happen with the Raiders. So if you go to Indy, 
I think it's easier to win that division or Houston because even though the Jacks have Trevor Lawrence, you could find a way to figure out to be at least competitive instead. Carolina, that's another good place to go to because that's going to be an easy and winnable division. All you'd have to do is go eight and nine, maybe nine and eight, and you win the division. I mean, the Buccaneers didn't really do well that this season as well, and they've won the division. So I I would say those ones the most confusing one because you don't know what's going to happen with Kyler Murray. Are they do they trust him, and are you going to have a GM that's going to trust him as well? Because that's that's another big thing when you have a new GM, they want to do things their way, not the way that was already previously done, because that's what made that well obviously this guy left because of his health problems understandable but he had his direction you have your direction what direction do you think the team should go into so i i think it's it looks like it's a good um system or team to go into but again you have to play against the rams maybe they fall off i mean they already did this year you have to play against the 49ers twice that, I mean, going against that defense, that is going to be maybe two losses right there. Seahawks, I mean, we didn't really think they were going to do anything, and yet somehow they made it to the postseason. I don't know why, but they did. That, to me, that's one of the shocking teams that got into the postseason because it's Geno Smith. The Jets like trade the Jets drafted him ten years ago, and he did nothing. But maybe they didn't have the right trust. Pete Carroll has the right trust in him. They have the right system for him. He doesn't have to throw 40-plus times. All he has to do is throw maybe 30, maybe that, and he's okay. He's got good receivers with D.K. Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett. The, and Kenneth Walker, the rookie uh, running back from Michigan State, has been a good addition to them as well. So it, I think Seattle's been a great, good story. It's weird not seeing Green Bay on this list of teams that are playing this weekend. It's just weird to me. Um, I'm glad that the Lions won because I like the underdog story. I like the Lions wanting to win, and they did. And they handled their business. They made they forced Aaron Rodgers into went into a tough situation, and it bit him. So, um, yeah, the NFL coaches. I, I, I still think that really good hot spot to go to. And Dan Quinn, according to a lot of sources, he's been asked to potentially uh, step in as a uh, as the head coach as well from the Dallas Cowboys. He's the defensive coordinator. So see, you're probably going to see a lot of offensive and defensive coordinators getting asked this week and or even the next couple of weeks to get these kinds of head coaching positions as well. Yeah, and I so. think some some teams will make their decision once you see uh, the likes of Sean Payton find a new job. But then also, uh, people keep talking about Jim Harbaugh, but I think he may just stay at Michigan. And then, uh, oh yeah, he'd be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that you made it to the NCAA college playoff two years in a row, you already have a good recruiting class coming in. Why leave? You have a, a really good thing right now. I don't see what the big why you uh, now maybe the investigation would throw you off and I don't really want to be a part of this, but I, I don't see a problem with him staying in Michigan. I, I think I if I was him, I would wait for a better job to come up instead. I you look at these five teams like nope, I'm staying right in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, there's not much of a good opportunities, although. It's interesting with the Rams because, you know, rumors were flying that McVay might want to walk away as being a head coach. Apparently, I think he recently just got married, so maybe he has different uh, responsibilities now, but also uh, priorities. Yeah, 
I mean, he again, he's got to enjoy life while he can. I mean, he's only uh, in his uh, mid-30s. I think he's only like 37. Yeah, he's only a couple years older than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. All right. So we are going to go before we start doing our NFL predictions for our uh, playoff and Super Bowl predictions. Because clearly someone has changed their uh, predictions, by the way. Um, we're going to stump pegs. We're going to see if we can stump pegs. So I need my red and my – I'm going to go with my green marker today. All right. So here is the question for stumping pegs. When was the last time all three Florida teams made it to the NFL playoffs? That's right. Jacksonville, Miami, and Tampa Bay. It's a party in Florida. The last time, the last year that all three Florida teams made it to the playoffs. Was it 1989? Was it 1998? Was it 1995? Or was it 2000? Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> do I get my red marker? Or do I get my green marker? Red. Green. Red. Green. I'm going to say uh, 98. 90. That wasn't one of the options. Oh, I thought you said 98. <laughs> uh, I said 89, 99, 95, or 2000. Okay, uh, this, this microphone. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't make up your own things. Come on. I-29. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew we were playing bingo here. <laughs> All right, uh, 99. 99. Is that your final answer? Final answer. You are correct. 1999 was the last time all three Florida teams made it. And look at that. We don't we don't have to put anything up there. That's kind of sad. That's a terrible way to start the year. <laughs> I mean, from your perspective. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, I mean, you kind of need this one now. Watch you start to go on, like, this huge trail. Like, I don't have to put anything on for the rest of the season. <laughs> Oh, and Georgia just extended their lead, by the way. Uh, 17, 16 uh, 7, pounding extra point. That was a good pass to McConkey. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, Stump Pegs couldn't do it today. That's sad. But you know what we can do? We can redo our predictions. Obviously, no one needs to change his uh, Super Bowl prediction because he has Buffalo and Rams. Now, do you want to change the Buffalo? Or do you want to change? Obviously, I have to change the Rams, but do you want to change both? Uh, well, to, to at least answer you, I uh, I'm gonna keep my Buffalo. <laughs> oh, okay. I need my purple then. So he's staying with Buffalo. Now, are you keeping Buffalo to win it? Um. Well, let, let's just get to the prediction first, then I'll uh, see if. They All win. right. Let me stand up for this because I'm gonna need to get up. All rise with my JPP jersey. <laughs> yeah, actually, also, sp- speaking of all rise, I mean, your your guy, Aaron Judge, signed that contract. Yeah. Stupid contract. <laughs> what a waste. If he doesn't win, it's a waste. He, My thing is, he needs to at least win, I would say, two or three World Series in order for it to count as something good. Well, if anything, the Red Sox signed Devers, and uh, the, I mean, it's similar to Justin Turner. I would say came over. Uh, Turner's at least been pretty good. Yeah, but also we have a bunch of former Dodgers. We got Kenley Jansen too, and Chris Martin. Like at least half our roster are made up of guys who were on the Dodgers like five years ago, <laughs> and at least won a World Series. When was the last time you guys won? 
You know, 2018, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> All right, back to football. Back to football. We'll get to baseball soon exactly. enough. <laughs> Stop getting distracted, man. Gosh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> so, we have our first round. We have our second round, our third round, and the Super Bowl picks. Um, my Super Bowl picks actually made it, but I may change that. I may actually have to change that because obviously uh, – So, wait, what was yours again? Mine was Tampa Bay versus Buffalo and Tampa Bay winning. Oh, okay. I'm smart. <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to do for you because Red Sox. I'm going to do blue for me. All right. First matchup, which according to Super Wild Card Weekend, which I hate that, by the way. No, but but that's why, that's why I was happy we could do it. Because remember, Super Wild Card Weekend. Remember? We, we did that last True. year. <laughs> we did. But you know what's stupid? We have to wait till Monday. So even if we do, like, we're doing our next episode Monday, right? Uh-huh. Right before the game. So it's stupid. That's why it's stupid. I like the Super Wild Card Weekend. <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite lines about all of this. All right. First game, Seattle versus San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've got to go to San Francisco. They're home. I mean, Seattle's kind of lucky they made it there in the first place. They're just happy to be here. Yeah. Plus, they have Denver's Denver's draft pick, too, so they get a top, like, five pick. Exactly. They're fine. All right, so let me write this down on here. Actually, I'll do that after. Um, Chargers versus Jacksonville. I'm going to let you pick first. Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, <laughs> Jacksonville did win the game uh, earlier in the regular season, uh, handedly, too. Like It was the final score, I believe, was like 38 to 10. And But you look at the Chargers. They're actually on a bit of a streak right now. And uh, some would say, you know, Jacksonville is kind of lucky themselves to make it because Tennessee was actually leading that game going into like the yeah. final five minutes. And all it took was that the defense to try and strip the ball away and a John and a Josh Allen uh, return touchdown that saved the, their season. But I, I, with that being said, I think I'm going to take the chargers and uh, Justin Herbert and uh, Staley are going to get their uh, first playoff win as a duo for the LA chargers. All right. So I have a fun fact, as always. Uh, here we go. If I can get to this real quick. Yeah. All right. So the comeback from the Buck from the Jags overcame a ten point deficit to win on Saturday, and there have been fifty two games in which a team has overcome a deficit of at least ten points to win or tie the season. That is also the most such games in a single season all time. Wow. So yeah, not a bad stat for them. Um, so you'd mentioned the the Chargers. My problem is, didn't they lose like three players already just this past weekend because they didn't sit their players down? They ended up playing a lot and ended up losing in uh, by three points to the Broncos. If I'm looking correctly, uh, if my phone will load because you know technology is awesome these days. Um, let's see. Where's the injury summary? Of course, Stein, you give that to me. There we go. Let's click you. See, my question is, yeah, Williams, 
is expected to play against the Jags. Okay, so that's that's something. But I'm pretty sure the Jags are kind of beat up a little bit. And I I don't I think home field is gonna go well for the Jags. So I'm I'm gonna stay with the Jags. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. I don't think they're gonna go very far, but I'm going with uh the Jags on this one. The Jacksonville. Alright. Next matchup we got on Sunday. Miami versus Buffalo. Uh Buffalo? Yeah, I think even if a healthy Tua, I think uh, Buffalo is uh, going to play hard in this game with the home field advantage. And, I mean, at that point, I mean, Tua's got to at least evaluate his health if he's already on his third concussion. Yeah, that's that's really scary for a guy like that. So, I, I don't like, even if Tua was playing, I still don't think they would win. But it would be more entertaining. If Tua was playing, I, I think the Bills are just better at every facet of the game. Um, so I'm going with uh, Buffalo and that one. Next one is the Giants, your Giants, these Giants, versus the Minnesota Vikings. You're going Minnesota, you're going Minnesota, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in a million I years. I've, I've, I, had, I had to wait six years to finally see this again. I the last Aww. time I saw. The last time I saw the Giants play in the playoffs was when I was in my senior year of high school. And for now, I'm hoping with a win, uh, we will finally uh, stop talking about that stupid boat picture that people keep bringing up. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great trip. Oh, wait, they forgot they had to play that Sunday. Yeah, (laughs) that was great. And Aaron Rodgers just carved you guys up. Yeah, it was 38 to 13. And then he beat the, the Cowboys the very next game it went, yeah. with that field goal. And then he got decimated by the Falcons on that Super Bowl run. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. See, I <clears throat> you guys play tough. But I'm, I'm going Minnesota. I'm just doing it. I will be rooting for the Giants. I'll even wear this jersey for for fun, you know, because I got nothing else to do. My Jets are done, so. Uh, but yeah, I will be doing that. Last but not least, the game on Sunday Night Football: the Bengals versus the Ravens. See, this is gonna be fun if Lamar Jackson's playing. If Lamar Jackson is not playing, it's not gonna be fun. And I'm going Cincinnati. Even if Lamar Jackson plays, I'm still going Cincinnati. <laughs> Yeah, you had uh, the Bengals uh, playing pretty mad on uh, Sunday with the whole coin flip scenario if uh, the Ravens had won, where they would have had to given up the game, uh, even at, even though they were declared division champions. But I'm going with Cincinnati. I mean, they, right now, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, they're a dangerous AFC team. And oh, yeah. it's going to look quite interesting to see what they can do in this, in this upcoming playoff run, knowing that they have uh, confidence. And most likely they're going to have to go to the next. Actually, they're going to have to go to Buffalo, right? Is that is that the case now? Yeah, it, it would, they would have to go to Buffalo, I believe. And uh, I think because that wasn't the whole neutral site conversation because their records are pretty much the same. Yeah. And uh, so they would have they would have to go to Buffalo as long as Buffalo wins. If not, then uh, they're going to Cincinnati. Then they're going to a Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
And last but not least, the Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, did you know that Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys? He is 7-0 and against the Dallas Cowboys in his career. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, actually, correction. Uh, Cincinnati wouldn't go to Kansas City. Um, they would have to go to, like, uh, they, they would actually host the next game. So that would be. Yeah. Key. They but, would uh, either host the Jags or the Chargers, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's where I would go next. But then uh, yeah. back to the whole thing about Brady and the Cowboys. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the, the fact that he's been able to play the Cowboys all these years. And then people are saying that uh, Brady finally lost to the Falcons this past Sunday in a, in a game that really <laughs> didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He already had the division. Who cares by that point? Um, oh, man. See, and it's funny. Do you go against the hometown boy that we kind of live near in Harrisburg, PA, with Micah Parsons, or do we go with the GOAT? That's my question. Mm. Uh, I mean, if Mike McCarthy loses, he's probably going to get fired. He needs to have a deep run to keep his job. Because I believe Sean Payton's going to go to the Cowboys if Mike McCarthy leaves or gets fired. Yeah, I didn't consider that really, but I mean, the only reason that would happen is if uh, Dallas doesn't win the Super Bowl. But I think this is Dallas's most opportune time to actually make a run because you're not facing Aaron Rodgers in this postseason, and you're facing no, you're playing, you're going against the best instead. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're going up against you're going up against an old uh, Tom Brady, um, who's not the same. Uh, QB that he has been with Tampa Bay, but then you're going up against a shaky Minnesota Vikings possibly um, if they win the game. But then, but say, or you're going to face an Eagles squad that may be at least somewhat healthy with uh, Jalen Hurts if you end up being the lowest seed. So then you're looking at what the Cowboys have to do. I mean, they just got to try and figure out how to beat Tom Brady on the road and not make any stupid mistakes. Now, the big concern, obviously, is with uh, Dak Prescott. The guy can't stop throwing interceptions. And uh, You get a pick. You get a pick. Everyone gets a pick. Yeah, he's had like five or seven straight games where he's thrown an interception. And right now, I mean, even though the, those odds are not looking good for him, I think, uh, I think Dallas is going to win this game. There has to be an upset somewhere in this super wild card weekend. So... I'm picking Dallas because they're listed as the un- as uh, the the lower seed, so I'm picking the Cowboys. You're picking Dallas. All right. All right. Oh. Mm-hmm. I need my blue marker. Tampa. Oh, I'm going with Tampa. Hey, like, I'm sorry, but you can't go against the goat. And until he proves otherwise, and until he – even last year when he lost against the Rams, think about how close that game was. But like, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting actually in this room because this is where my living room used to be. We were sitting in this living room like, hey, this is this is not the way that Brady's going to lose. No way. And then what does he do? He gets breaks. He gets calls. I, I think it's going to be the same way. And until the NFL can figure him out, It's Tom Brady in the postseason. You can't go against him. I'm sorry. So, I have uh, San Francisco, Jags, Buffalo, Minnesota, Cincy, and Tampa. You have San Francisco, Chargers, Buffalo, New York, Cincy, and Dallas. 
So that's our first round matchup. Let's go to our second round matchup. Actually, do you have them up? Because I don't have the uh, playoffs up yet. All right. So with that being said, um... no to the rescue. Anyway, if you're what the score of the game is, it is 17-7 with Georgia marching down once again. (laughs) Now, if you had to look at it, I mean, based off of uh, our predictions, I mean, I would have Chargers. uh, I would have the Chargers at this point facing uh, Kansas City, and then I'd have Cincinnati playing against uh, Buffalo. Okay, so let's do the AFC side. So you, you said you have Buffalo and who again? Cincinnati. Buffalo and Cincy? Yeah. All right, so Buffalo and Cincinnati. The team, uh, the game that we never got to see because the unfortunate circumstances that had happened. Yeah, I mean, in, in this rematch, I mean, I would, I would have to take Buffalo. I mean, maybe playing with uh, pretty hard in this game and knowing that Josh Allen is uh, putting uh, Buffalo in his hands, I'm sure he would uh, – go all out in this game. So I would, I would have to take the Bills in that contest. Oops. All right. And I just did the wrong color. You're not blue. You're red because you're Red Sox and Red Sox sucks. You know. Oops. <laughs> oh, you heard that. I'm sorry. I thought I was speaking out loud. Or in my head. <laughs> if you ever wonder why Noah's not going to do the show again, it's because he can't take all the ridicule. For me, <laughs> no, hey, it's, good be, it's good to be back. I'm glad we were, we were able to do this. <laughs> yeah, no, that's been fine. Uh, oh, that's where my blue mark your way. Hey, guys, I found it. All right, uh, back to the real thing. Uh, Buffalo or Cincinnati? You know what? I'm going to go with the team that still runs the AFC. I'm going with Cincinnati. I think Buffalo is good. I do, but... Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, he's starting to play like a, a grown man. It's very difficult to try to figure him out, too. And I feel like he's starting to add elements to his game where, like, if you saw the scramble, that it, the two scrambles that he had against Baltimore the other day, those were really good scrambles just to get out and into the, inside the pocket. My problem with Josh Allen, I think a lot of people have said this as well, you can't have your quarterback being the leading rusher. You just can't. I thought Christian McCaffrey made sense to go into Buffalo, but because they needed a running back. But I mean, if it works, it works. But when it doesn't work and you lose because of that, what what's going to be your excuse? So I, I'm going with Cincinnati. I think they're they are a a well oiled machine right now. All right, and then. Uh... Basically, uh, with the other AFC game, you have uh, Jacksonville and Kansas City. I have the Chargers in Kansas City. You have Kansas City winning, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I picked Kansas City. I mean, they, they've dominated the uh, LA Chargers, and I, I'm sure they're going to do it again. And plus, you know, they say Andy Reid does good with that bye week, so he'll certainly uh, keep that going. So I'm going with the Chiefs, going to another AFC Championship game. That would be crazy. They've, they they're like the new Patriots. They, yeah. They've they've made it like five years in a row. It'll be it would be five years if they make it this year. And they're going to be hated like the Patriots eventually because eventually this is going to get old, or they're going to become like the Buffalo Bills. Although they can't because they at least already won one Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that, that's at least good for Kansas City. <laughs> I have Kansas City as well. They're they're just better. They just are. I can't imagine if the Chargers were fully healthy. If the Jags somehow pull it out, if they had home field, I would say maybe the Jags. But if they're they're in Kansas City. It's going to be too cold. Kansas City's going to win. So let's go to the NFC. You have the Giants versus oh, Giants versus the Eagles. Yeah. In the a- NFC Divisional. See, you guys lost. Did you guys win the first time? No, we, we got both times we lost. First time we got, got crushed like 48 to like 18 or something. Oh, yeah, New York. That was an ugly game. Yeah, it was. And then yesterday we had Davis Webb leading the way. And, uh, exactly. Because you, you can't even count yesterday's game because you didn't even have Saquon or Dave, or Daniel Jones play. No, we didn't. Not, not even Dexter Lawrence or Kayvon Thibodeau was even playing in that game. Exactly. So – like, I, I still think yesterday was more of a preseason game for you guys than anything. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, as far as this game goes, I mean, I, look, like, I mean, I know that it's it would be miraculous for the Giants to make the uh, NFC Conference Championship game, but I, I, I would be, ra- I'd be rather caught wearing somewhat some other like football jerseys besides the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not picking the <laughs> Eagles. Let it let it not be said. I'm picking my Giants over the Eagles. I don't I don't care if I'm wrong. My, my I'm not picking the Eagles. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Congratulations, Eric. I may have handed it right to you. I'm just I saying now. Well, I mean if you think about it, mine's pretty far fetched. I don't I don't know. I think the I think the Chargers and Dallas obviously is going to decide the big thing, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, I'm going with Philly. Only because I just, I don't know. It, it's There's something different. But what I am going to say next, and I think it's going to be the big surprise, is uh, – my next pick. Now I don't know what happened, but that is the NFC matchup I want to see in the NFC Championship game. San but, Francisco but hold on. versus Philadelphia. But you, had, so you had you were taking Philly over Minnesota anyway because you had Minnesota winning. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't think Minnesota's gonna win. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I got caught up on the whole Giants. No, you're fine. Thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. I. This is the NFC Championship game I think we need to have. It's San Francisco versus the Eagles. High-power offense, high-power defense. Both of them collide. Defense normally wins. That's why I would go with that. So, so actually, wait. Now, you, So, actually, you would have Tampa Bay and Philly. That's what would happen. Tampa Bay and really? Philly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Tampa, Tampa would play Philly in Philly, and Minnesota would oh. go to uh, San Fran. Oh, never mind then. That'll be easy enough. Yeah, I would do that then instead. You're picking Tampa Bay. <laughs> yup. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't want Philly to win, but I would love to see Philly lose to Tom Brady. Uh, and I think it would be a revenge game, especially for him. You beat me in the Super Bowl. I'm going to beat you at home and expose you because yes, you're good, but. The thing is, the strength of schedule, you weren't that good. You you got really lucky. You had a great schedule. 
easy schedule. You did exactly what you were supposed to do. But when it came time to actually playing real NFL teams, especially te- especially players like Tom Brady, forget it. You're not going to win that. Mm. So All I'm right. going to Tampa Bay and San Francisco. You, I'm assuming, are going San Francisco and it would be San Francisco. It would be San Francisco and Dallas. Okay. Oh yeah, because you picked Dallas. Forget about that. Yeah, because I'm picking. I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, An old school matchup, by the way. A rematch of last year too, because uh, oh yeah, in Dallas and the the clock management. Yeah, this time it it would be in uh, San Francisco, and. this one's a tough one because how can you really lose to the same team in the playoffs again? And especially with Brock Purdy, I mean, how, how far <laughs> is Brock Purdy going to carry this team? Although I will say, I mean, the defense could be a difference. And I mean, the fact that, I mean, San Francisco's defense is arguably just as good as Dallas's. And I mean, Dak is looking a bit sloppy lately, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, if you really want to pick another NFC East team, don't you want to be the lone NFC East team in the NFC Championship game? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, right now it's because it's like if I pick Dallas, then it's like, well, then I have to pick New York because I can't pick Dallas over it. So, I'm, I mean. <laughs> All, right. All right. Pick San Francisco. Put it down. Put it down. San Francisco somehow wins the game with Brock Purdy. <laughs> so, the 2012 NFC Championship rematch. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, last year's, I uh, know, last year's divisional round rematch. Um, last year's AFC Championship game, Kansas City versus uh, Cincinnati. And then... Tom Brady going home once again. But you also have San Francisco, right? Yeah. I have San Francisco. I have going back home, or Tom Brady going back home. So, so, so San Francisco somehow both loses this. We're screwed either way. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I don't think they will, though. I, I just don't think. I mean, personally, I want to see San Francisco versus Eagles. Uh, NFC Championship game, and I wouldn't be opposed to that. We'll see how bad our predictions are, because eventually this is all going to get erased. This all go down here anyways. Alright, AFC, your AFC Championship game, Buffalo versus Kansas City. Yeah, there's a reason why I kept this, because Buffalo has been waiting for this moment, and they will not fail. I got Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. They will get it done just like how they did in the AFC uh, regular season this year. I got the Bills staying as my AFC team. All right. Actually, you know what's really funny? I still have my Super Bowl pick. (laughs) Uh, Unbelievable. I still have it. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, I don't because I had Buffalo and I have Kansas City. Oh, yeah, you don't. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I, I'm doing it. Oh, wait. I don't want red. That's bad. Red means dead. Uh, I'm doing it. And you know what? My boss, if he ever listens to this, sorry, boss, but uh, I'm going against your team. He's a big Chiefs fan. Big oh, Chiefs fan. Cincinnati runs it back. Yep. Going back with the AFC champs. 
Okay, so now we go on to the NFC. You have Tampa Bay and San Francisco. I have Giants in San Francisco. <laughs> I'll go first. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going back to Tom Brady. So, so <laughs> your only difference is, is that you're keeping Tampa Bay, but you're putting in Cincinnati this time. Yep. <laughs> okay, so rematch of week 15. <laughs> I could be very wrong after next Monday night. Like, even before the next episode happens, by the way. Yeah. And <laughs> so, so there is that possibility. All right. So now I got to pick between my Giants and San Francisco. I mean, I'm, I, I, th- I, think, I think San Francisco wins in this matchup. The only reason I say that is because by then the Giants Defense. are. But at that point, we're just too tired. I mean, that C- Cinderella runs, I mean, even for us have to come to an end and honestly if Dable even carries us that far that would be truly amazing I mean in a first season for him as a head coach how about this though you said Cinderella seasons your last two Super Bowl championships have been Cinderella seasons yeah I know I mean that's that's kind of how the Giants <laughs> roll when you really think about it so ooh what a pick that sucks. Ooh, TCU is not going to win this game. Twenty-four to seven, midway through the second quarter. <laughs> I'm bored with this already. <laughs> All right, so Buffalo, San Francisco, Cincinnati versus Tampa Bay. Our Super Bowl. Huh? Interesting. Right. Both of us really didn't want to pick Philly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'll just stick with that. I'll stick with my original. Wait, you pick a Tampa Bay? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> so Tom Brady's gonna win his eighth super, his eighth Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Let's see it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go with my pick here on the show. I think it's gonna be Buffalo winning their first ever Super Bowl. Gotta believe in those Buffalo Bills, man. Hopefully, for your sake, anyways. All right, so let me fix this real quick. Buffalo SF equals, which I feel like I'm writing a terrible uh, math equation. So there you have it. We have Buffalo. You have Buffalo winning the Super Bowl. I have Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. And actually, I should take that Buffalo out because I'm not picking them anymore, and I'll pick uh, Cincy. How about that? We will see how bad and how off our picks are in, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, even after next week, we'll be <laughs> having to change them. See, I the only thing I'm questioning next weekend is Buffalo – is not Buffalo. Is the Jags versus Chargers game. I kind of feel confident with that one. I think the Giants and, and Minnesota game could go either way. Tampa and Dallas, I think – that's going to be the one. And, of course, that's a Monday night game, which really sucks. Playoffs are supposed to be on the weekends, not Monday. Stop messing this up, ESPN. You have, yeah. the, you have the team. You could do it on a Saturday or a Sunday. Stop messing with us. You And the fa- sad thing is they've done those games on Saturdays because they were mainly the opener. And now, no, we don't want to be the opener anymore. We have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. We, we have our own squad. Screw you. <laughs> yeah, they want to make it special. The last Monday night game of the year is a playoff game. Stupid. All right. As always, we're going to do our uh, On This Day in Sports History and the quote of the day. And I have On This Day in Sports History, so we're going to go to that. 
Uh, I hope that you've enjoyed listening to us on the Midday Man of Sports podcast, by the way. Uh, this is episode 12 of season three. And on this day in sports history, in 1811, the first women's golf tournament was held. That's actually pretty cool. I never wow. knew that. I know, it's right? Eight, yeah, they let women do that back then. We do the funky. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to be like realistic. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. In 1930, the Boston Bruins wins then NHL record 14 straight games. Uh, by the way, I also would say this because this is the first time ever that the Mariners and the Seahawks made it to the postseason in their respective sports. First time ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. What a year it's been for Seattle. And even their hockey team, the Kraken, are actually doing pretty good, too. Exactly. Uh, in this day in 1958, in basketball, Oscar Robertson scores 56 points. St. Hall team scored 54. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's how good he was, by the way, back then. <laughs> uh, in 1972, led by future Lakers star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Milwaukee's Bucks, beat the L.A. Lakers 120-104, ending L.A.'s consecutive win streak at 33. It is still the longest winning streak in Major League Sports history. 33 straight games. Um, by the way, I don't know if you've watched this. Uh, have you watched the L.A. Lakers on Hulu, the history of them? Uh, Fantastic. Love no, it. I ha- no, I haven't. Um, how, how many different things really? have they done on the Lakers now? They did the one with HBO Max with uh, John C. Riley. Then they did. Oh, yeah, uh, I about that. Then, then they did one on Magic Johnson. Yep. Is that the one you were and talking they just about? Did one about sh- they just did one about Shaq recently on HBO Max. Another really good one, by the way. Uh, no, that wasn't the one I was talking about, though. This is a different one. This is like the history of the Bus family owning, buying them, buy, like what he was, uh, what the late Dr. Jerry Buss was into before, and then his direction that he had for the team. So um, I think a lot of people are starting to say after this documentary, it's kind of like hitting a standstill and they kind of are going to sell the team or something. But I don't think it's going to happen, but we'll see. Um, how about this? 1977 Super Bowl XI, Rolls Bowl, Pasadena, California. The Oakland Raiders beat the Minnesota Vikings 32-14. to The MVP was Fred Billenkoff of the Oakland Raiders. He was a wide receiver. Imagine that, the Super Bowl right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, the playoffs were shorter. There was no wild card round. True. Uh, in 1990, Jim Palmer and Joe Morgan were elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. 1991, Chicago Bulls' Michael Jordan scores a game-high 40 points to lead the Bulls to a 107-99 win over the Philadelphia. At the Spectrum, reaches the 15,000-point uh, mark of his career. Uh, Dean Smith of North Carolina is six to win 700 career coaching basketball games. Let's see what else we got. Wayne Gretzky was named the best player ever as, in 1998. He was elected in uh, 1998 by NHL. 2000 Miami Dolphins quarterback Dan Marino wins his last career NFL game 20-17 to versus Seattle Seahawks. And let's see. What, oh, here we go. Finishing off. College Football National Championship because that is uh, going on right now. At Raymond James Stadium, 
in Tampa. Clemson with Deshaun Watson beat number one Alabama 35-31. One of the greatest college national championship games ever. And that is on this day in sports history. I remember that game. And then eventually <laughs> the tears uh, flowed. it was the next year that uh, you had uh, that it was uh, Alabama and Georgia when uh, the throw to the end zone to oh. Devonta Smith. <laughs> Stupid, stupid Tua. That's why I Tua. Oh, by the way, last but not least, 1998 Boston Red Sox move on pleads not guilty to drunken driving. Okay, well, on that note, let's just uh, <laughs> move on. Mo, are we move-oning? <laughs> All right, so now we have... All right, so now we have our quote of the day as uh, we have uh, on this day in sports history. This comes from uh, happierhuman.com. This is from uh, Donald L. Hicks. Uh, The quote is, a day is a day. It's just a measurement of time. Whether it's a good day or a bad day, it is is up to you. It's all a matter of perception, which, I mean, again, you got to think. I mean, there are days that, uh, you have some good ones where things are going your way, but then sometimes there are days where things are just beyond your control because, unfortunately, that's how we are as humans. We just uh, try to understand where our lives are going. But it's a matter, once again, from Donald Hicks, Donald L. Hicks, a quote that says, A day is a day. It's just a measurement of time. Whether it's a good day or a bad day is up to you. It's all a matter of perception. And that was from happierhuman.com. Very nice. Uh, and again, that is the quote of the day with Pegs. Find out next week or next episode, episode 13, how bad our predictions are for the NFL playoffs. Um, are, will our Super Bowl picks live up? I mean, I we both kept Buffalo and Tampa, by the way. So it could be half right, right? <laughs> we'll We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. But again, thank you for listening wherever you may be listening, whether it be your car, whether it be by your home. I don't know why, but thank you for listening to us. Uh, check out episode 13 dropping in a few and about a week. For Eric, or for Noah Pegler, I'm Eric Miller. That's my cue to sign off. Have a great night, and until next time. <laughs>